You are listening to a Victory Alabang podcast. Jesus is the God who became man. Know more about this truth in our series, BC. Listen to this message by Pastor Jonathan Ramirez. So ngayon po araw na to, dahil tayo po ay December na, okay? Magpapasimula ho tayo ng ating panibagong series entitled BC. Sabi nyo, BC. Alam mo ba ninyo ang ibig sabihin ng BC? Kasi o, oh, Pasko ho ngayon, maraming mga tao abala. So, <laughs> abala o sa mga pagbabalot ng regalo, pagbibigay ng regalo, pamamasyal, pagsya-shopping, kaya mga busy ho sila. Okay? Hindi uh, pa naman o, oh, kaya sabi kasi, Pastor, baka malapit na eleksyon. Kung hindi man tatakbo ng pagka-presidente, okay na kahit na busy. <laughs> Napapailing ko sa si Pastor King. Minsan lang ako magpatawa, tinatawanan pa ako. Anyway. So, ibig sabihin po ng BC, di ba alam natin pag sinabing BC is before Christ. Okay? But we just use that acronym to talk about the birth of Christ. Amen? So, since this is Christmas, we are going to talk about the birth of Christ. And if you notice, for the three weeks, ito po yung ating topic. Yung first week today, the God who became man. At saka yung second week natin is... The shepherd who became the lamb. And third week is the king who became a servant. Kung mapapansin po yung three weeks na yan, ay nakafocus lahat kay Jesus. And that is what is supposed to be. Christmas, dapat po laging nakafocus kay Jesus. Amen? Hindi sa Grigalo, hindi kay Santa Claus, hindi sa Queso de Bola, hindi sa Hamon, sa Lichon, sa Baca, sa Lichon. Mga, you know, hindi sa mga pasasarap na pagkain. It's always centered on Jesus Christ. Amen? Alam mo ninyo, uh, the enemy would really try to distort that Jesus is really the essence of, of, of Christmas. It's always the favorite uh, subject of the enemy to steal our attention away from Jesus. Kaya minsan yung Pasko, ang inaalala si Santa Claus, di ba? O kung ano-ano pa mga, mga bagay. Because from the very beginning, ganyan na ho yung intention ng kaaway. Kahit na ho ng pagpasok, ng, kahit na yung New Testament, Meron pong mga istoryang pinakalat na naging bahagi ng kultura ng Griego at Romano, yung tinatawag na Greek mythology. Wherein, sa kanilang paniniwala, may mga god and goddess okay, na bumaba sa lupa at nakipagniig sa tao. At nagkaroon ng bunga yung pakikipagtalik ng mga diyos-diyosa na ito sa tao. At ang tawag sa kanila is demigod. Okay? At isa sa mga sample na yan is yung pong si Hercules. Kilala niyo si Hercules? Si Hercules, oh, hindi ho siya yung napupunit yung damit pag nagagalit at nagiging kulay green. Uh, yun ho, likhang isip din ho yun, si Incredible Hulk. Katulad doon ni Hercules, eh, Incredible Hulk, eh, pare-parehong katang isip lamang yan. Isa pa ho sa, sa mga kinukonsider na bahagi ng Greek mythology si, si Achilles. Okay? At isa pa si Persu. Sinong familiar sa mga pangalan na yan? Nakausap niyo ba sila? Sa familiar kayo eh. I'm not really so familiar about it. Nalaman ko lalamang yan, yan dahil sa, yan nga ho naging bahagi ng kultura ng mga Griego at saka ng mga Romano. That's the intention of the enemy. Ipakilala ang isang isang bagay na hindi naman totoo. Pero gusto, natin, gusto nila na sampalatayanan natin para ma-divert yung ating attention away from Jesus Christ. Now, what the devil meant for evil, the Lord meant it for good. Ginamit ng Panginoon ito. Dahil kasi itong mga, ta- yung mga taong yan is 
sa kanilang paniniwala is half God, half men. Dahil bunga ng pagbaba ng mga Diyos-Diyos ang diumano at nakipagtalik sa tao at ang naging bunga ay sila. Now, ginamit ng Panginoon ang maling paniniwalang ito to lay down a good foundation for the work of God through Jesus Christ. Hindi ko sinabing in-uphold yan ng Panginoon. Pero ginamit ng Diyos yan para mas lalong maintindihan ng tao, maintindihan ng kultura ko sa naniniwala dyan, ano ang ginawa ng Diyos na siya ay nagkatawang tao para sa atin pong kaligtasan. So sa madaling salita, natward po yung gawa ng kaaway dahil ang Diyos ay napakatalino sa lahat na kahit na ang intensyon ng tao sa isang paniniwala ay mali at masama, pwedeng gamitin ito ng Panginoon para may inject niya ang truth. Amen. No. So makikita po natin, si Jesus ay hindi po half God, hindi po siya half man. He is fully God and He is fully man. Yun po yung malaking kaibahan. That's why, kung ikukumpara sa mga taong ito na katang-isip lamang, wala akong sinabi yan sa ating Panginoong Jesus because our, our G- Lord Jesus Christ is fully God and fully man. Amen. Now, ano man ho ang marinig ninyo about wrong beliefs about Jesus Christ, it doesn't really matter for as long as you know who Jesus Christ is. At yan po isang bagay na napakahalaga. Kilala natin kung sino si Yeso Kristo. Kaya dyan po patutungo yung ating pong discussion sa oras na ito. Amen. Tumayo po tayong lahat. Ang title po ng ating pag-uusapan ngayon is The God Who Became Men. Basahin po natin sa Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. Therefore, the Lord Himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call His name Emmanuel. Also in Matthew chapter 1, verse 22 to 25, all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up from sleep, he did, as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Let's bow down our head. Lord, we acknowledge you today. Let Jesus Christ be exalted alone in our midst. Thank you for the divine understanding. Salamat din, Panginoon, dahil alam po namin sa tulong mo, ang mapag-aaralan po namin ay may apply namin din sa aming mga buhay. Salamat, O Diyos, sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. Makaupo tayong lahat. We're going to talk about the significance of becoming a man, and I'm referring to God who became man, and that is Jesus Christ. The first is, when Jesus Christ became a man, God gave a great revelation. That God became flesh just like you and me. Second is the intention of God to have a relationship with us because Emmanuel means God with us. And number three, we are going to talk about the purpose, about the redemption. The redemption of God to us. He saved us through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Now, simulan po natin, what is that revelation is all about? That God became flesh. So sa ating binasa, all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Every time God would reveal something to men, especially in the Old Testament, God would, would choose a particular person and God will use that as a prophet to speak to the people. 
Ito po ay sa something to do sa intention ng Panginoon to communicate and to reveal Himself to us. Gusto ng Diyos na Siya na ating manlilikha ay hindi lamang manatiling manlilikha sa ating kaisipan. Ang gusto ng Diyos ay maranasan natin Siya pero mangyayari lamang yon kung Siya ay ating makikilala ng lubos. Amen. That's why God would like always from the very beginning to speak to people. Katunayan sa panahon pa lamang ni Eva at ni Adan, ang Diyos ay nakikipag-usap na sa tao. Face to face nga yung kanilang pag-uusap eh. Nasa Garden of Eden sila, nakakausap nila ng direksya ang Diyos na walang barrier. Unfortunately, nung pinili ng tao na magkasala, naputol po yung relasyon na yun. Naputol yung communication na yun. Pero ang Diyos po, hindi huminto kahit na mayroong kasalanan na kapamagitan sa Diyos at sa tao na nagiging daylan para hindi sila mag-communicate pero ang Diyos po gumagawa ng paraan. Kaya naghirang siya ng mga tao, pumipili siya para nang sa ganon, magawa pa rin ng mga tao itong maging spokesperson ng Diyos sa Kanya. Amen? Ang Diyos ay mangungusap sa pamagitan ng isang propeta para kausapin ng mga tao. It has something to do with the intention of God to reveal Himself to us and the intention to continually communicate to us. Amen. So, hindi lamang siya isang creator na nandun lang sa kanyang trono at walang pakialam sa atin. God would like to reveal Himself to us because the more He can reveal Himself to us, the more we will know Him and the more we will experience Him. Yun po yung intention. Amen. Now, kaya sabi po ron, the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Now, Meron pong tinatawag word na tinatag na Theophany, Theophany of the Son of God. Theophany is a God's visible manifestation in the form of anything. Halimbawa ho yung nagkaroon ng burning bush, di ba? may apoy ho doon. That's God's manifestation of Himself. Yung pillar of cloud, nakapagkasila naroon sila sa disyerto doon, ang instructions ala, kung gumalaw yung pillar of cloud, susundan nila yon. Ibig sabihin, doon sila dinadala ng Diyos. So that became a visible manifestation of God. Yung pa tinatawag na pillar of fire by night to comfort them dahil malamig doon sa disyerto. So, ito'y nagpapakita naman ng pagmamahal ng Panginoon sa kanila. So, these are all called theophany. It's a visible manifestation in the form of anything. Why? Again, because God would like to reveal Himself. God would like to communicate. God would like us to experience Him. Amen. Now, pero ang lahat ng mga ito is limited. Tayo, ang tao, basically, okay, tayo nakakaramdam tayo ng sakit, nakakaramdam tayo ng masamang karanasan, kasi tao tayo. Mahirap din bilang tao sa atin unawain na kaya tayong intindihin ng Diyos. Kasi ang katwiran ng tao is, paano ko maintindihan ng Diyos? Eh, Diyos siya, tao ako. Nakaw po na yung ibig kong sabihin. Alam mo ba, pagka ikaw ay makikiramay, may namatayan, sinabi mong, ah, uh, Naintindihan ko ang pinagdadaanan mo. Ang hirap sabihin yun, kung paniniwalaan ka ng tao, gayong alam niya sa buhay mo, hindi ka pa nakasubok na mamatayan ng mahal sa buhay. Andiyan po kayo? Sabi mo, naintindihan ko. Mag-iisip yung tao, ba't siya ba namatayan na? Hindi pa. Kung hindi pa, parang you know, hypocrisy sabihin, naintindihan ko ang nararanasan mo. Pero kung siya ay nakaranas na yun, namamatayan sa kanyang buhay, at sinasabi mo isang tao, naintindihan ko yung pinagdadaanan mo, mas kapanipaniwala yon dahil yung nararanasan ng taong ito, naranasan mo na rin. Andiyan ba kayo? Same thing with God. Para maintindihan natin ang Diyos, 
Kaya makuha natin na naiintindihan pala niya yung sitwasyon natin. God became man. He manifested himself in the flesh at namuhay siyang kasama ng bawat isa sa atin. So kung noon nangungusap lang ang Diyos sa pamagitan ng mga propeta, naiintindihan ng mga tao ang sinasabi ng propeta because it is being communicated to their language, pero hindi sapat na maintindihan ng tao kung gaano kalawak ang pagmamahal ng Panginoon. Hindi maintindihan ng tao na kaya pala tayong intindihin ng Diyos sa anumang kalagayan natin. Kaya ang sabi ng Galatians 4, Verse 4, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent His Son, born of woman, born under the law. When the perfect time came, the fullness of time, the Kairos time, God appointed time, God sent forth His Son, born of a woman, born under the law. It was still necessary for Jesus to become flesh. Ngayon ang tanong, Pastor, naiintindihan ba kami ng Diyos kahit hindi siya nagkatawang tao noon, maiintindihan ba niya kami ang kalagayan namin? Anong sagot? By yes. Nothing is impossible with God. Katunayan, sasabihin ko sa inyo, hindi nga niya kinakailangan magkatawang tao para maintindihan niya tayo eh. Naintindihan tayo ng Diyos kahit hindi siya magkatawang tao, pati nararamdaman mo yung sakit na nararanasan mo. Naintindihan ka ng Diyos kahit hindi siya magkatawang tao. Pero bakit nagkatawang tao pa rin siya? Para ikaw ay makumbinsi na kaya kang unawain ng Diyos. Andiyan po kayo? It is to our consumption, not to His consumption. It is to our consumption. At ang sabi po ron, may, may time isang word na, words na nilalaktawa pag binabasa natin ito eh. Yung salitang board under the law. Okay? Ang tanong ko is, pwede bang ang Diyos ay magkatawang tao nang hindi na kinakailangan dadaan pa sa sinapupunan ni Maria? What's the answer? Aba, sabi natin, nothing is impossible with God. Amen? Yung bang, abracadabra, biglang na dyan na, tao na. Kaya lang, parang, parang hindi yata normal process. Okay? Hindi lamang dahil doon. Ang sabi kasi rito, born under the law. Now, si Mary, whether you believe it or not, she was under the law. Required siya na i-fulfill niya yung Ten Commandments. Yun yung batas na tinutukoy ko rito. Okay? Now, ang tao ay nagkasala, hindi nakabot sa pamantayan ng Diyos. Dahil, violation of one is the violation of all. Kahit isa lang nagawa mong kasalanan, na-violate mo yung buong sampung utos, and therefore, impyerno punta mo. So Mary was under the law. He was not above the law. He was also under the law. So si Jesus, kinakailangan isilang under the law. Okay? Dahil ang ililigtas niya ay yung mga taong under the law. Para hong isang taong nalulunod, para mailigtas mo siya, kailangan lumangoy ka ron, tumalong ka at lumangoy ka para makuha mo siya. Andiyan po ba kayo? So ganun pong ginawa ni Jesus. He was born under the law. Pero ang kaibahan, Si Jesus, hindi siya produkto ng pagtatalik ni Maria at ni Jose. I hope hindi humalisyos ang pananaw nyo rito. Ha? Totoo po ito sinasabi ko. Ang isang bata, bago isilang, basic ito, ang similya ng lalaki at similya ng babae kinakailano magsama bago mabuo ang sanggol. Hindi ganun ang prosesong dinaanan ni Jesus. The power of the Holy Spirit overshadowed Mary and what was impossible became possible. 
Si Jesus ay isinilang, hindi siya bunga ng similya ng kahit sinong tao. Mary simply became the vessel, the vessel of the Son of God. Naging sisidlan siya. Okay? So, kaya nga never in the Bible that you would see Jesus calling her mom or nanay. Ang tadinadres niya, woman, but that word is full of respect. Andiyan po ba kayo? Dahil sa totoo lang, hindi naman si Jesus bunga ng pagtatalik ng babae at lalaki. It's by the power of the Holy Spirit. At kinakailangan dumaan siya para siya isilang ng isang taong under the law because Jesus Christ came not to abolish the law. He came to fulfill the law. Amen? So when Jesus Christ came, finulfill niya yung mga batas. Ibig sabihin, wala siyang na-violate doon sa Ten Commandments. Kaya naman, ang bawat isa na mananampalataya kay Jesus, ang bawat isa na mananampalataya kay Jesus ay nagtagumpay na rin laban sa mga batas na ito. It is because of our faith in Christ Jesus. Now, sabi natin, Jesus was born under the law. He died. Bakit siya namatay? Dahil kasi kinuha niya yung kasalanan ng bawat isa sa atin. Kinuha niya yung kasalanan at ang ng kasalanan ay kamatayan. So siya ay namatay, pero dinagtagal siya ay nabuhay na muli. Bakit? Dahil ililigtas niya those people under the law. At tayong lahat ay under the law. We are not above the law. We are all under the law. At nung naman palatay tayo kay Jesus, tayo po ay binigyan ng kaligtasan ng Diyos. Amen? Amen. Sabi ng Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1 to 2, Long ago at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, He has spoken to us by His Son, whom He appointed the heir of all things. Now, dito pa makikita natin kung noon nga nangungusap ang, ang Diyos sa pamagitan ng mga propeta, God can now, sabi rito, in the last days, He has spoken to us by His Son. The fullness of God's revelation of Himself is Jesus Christ. Mahirap makilala ang tinatawag nating Almighty God kung ang magre-reveal lang nito ay isang ordinaryong propeta. Kahit magaling yung propeta na yun, hindi siya makapagbigay ng full revelation of who God is. But the fullness of God's revelation is in Christ Jesus. Lahat ng kapahayagan patungkol sa Diyos ay naihayag sa pamamagitan ni Jesus. That's why, pag tayo nananalangin sa Diyos, we always use the name of Jesus. Because that's the name being respected in heaven. Amen. So, in the last days, at katama po tayo ron, nangusap ang Diyos sa atin sa pamamagitan ng kanyang bugtong na anak. Ang sabi ng John 1, verse, verses 1 to 2, In the beginning was the word. In the beginning, says, in the eternal beginning. Huwag niyong tanongin sa akin yung hindi ko alam. Okay? And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. At ang sabi po ng verse 14, And the Word became, again, and dwelt among us. Nakipisang kasama ho natin. That's why He is Emmanuel, God with us. Even at this very moment, God is with you. Amen. You may not see Jesus Christ visibly, unlike the New Testament that they saw Jesus Christ visibly. But certainly, still, God is with us. Amen? Because of the faith that we have in Christ. Sabi ganun, 
And we have seen His glory, the glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. And this is the revelation that we are supposed to just internalize in our hearts. Full of grace and truth. Ano ibig sabihin yan? In the Old Testament, they know that God is the truth. Ano ibig sabihin ng God is the truth? That God is a holy God. No, no, halos hindi nila mabanggit o hindi nila binabanggit ang pangalan ng Diyos because it's, it's, it's that holy na kapag ka binigkas mo, something might happen to you. Why? Because we are sinners. God is so holy and we are all sinners and we cannot just come boldly to that throne. It's because we are sinners. He is a holy God. And because we are sinners, we get what we deserve. What is that something that we deserve? We deserve judgment because God is a holy God and we are not. Andiyan po kayo. Kaya naman sa tuwing magkakaroon ng kapahayagan ng Diyos sa mga Israelites, even in theophany, in the form of any, nanginginig sila. Talaga luluod sila, nanginginig sila because of their fear. Dahil alam nila, marumi ako, isa-isang banal na Diyos. But when Jesus Christ came, nahaluan po ng tinatawag na grace, full of grace and truth. Papaanong nagsama ang grace at saka ang truth? Is, sa truth is saying, we get something that we deserve. We deserve judgment. That's what we are supposed to get. But grace is something, you receive something from God that you don't deserve. And that is eternal life. That's salvation. Paano sa pamamagitan ni Jesus nagsama ang grace and truth? Parang ang hirap tanggapin, kaya yung mga hudyo sa panahon yun, hindi nila matanggap yan. They believe in God, but they don't believe in Jesus. They try to fulfill the law outside of Jesus because they thought they can do it by themselves apart from the Lord. Full of grace and truth. Alam niyo kung bakit naging grace? Jesus became the personified grace of God in the same manner that He became the personified truth of God. Paano yon? Ganito ho yan. Hindi inabolish ni Jesus yung batas. Finulfill niya yon. Ang ginawa niya dahil we deserve judgment, kinuha ni Jesus yung lahat ng kasalanan ng tao sa kanyang sarili at kinuha din niya yung kabayaran ng kasalanan na yon, which is death. That's why Christ died. Tayo dapat yung mamamatay, pero si Jesus yung namatay. Inabolish ba niya yung batas? Hindi. Finulfill niya. Amen? Dinaanan niya. So, na-serve yung justice sa kasalanan ng tao. Na-serve yung justice in such a way na may namatay. Hindi nga lang tayo, pero ang namatay ay si Jesus Christ. Now, nung siya ay nabuhay, namuli success. Because na-overcome niya yung debt na dapat tayo ang umako na-overcome niya. At ano ngayon ay binibigay niya sa atin? He is now giving us His righteousness. He is giving us His eternal life. He is giving us His salvation. These are all some things that we don't deserve. We don't deserve salvation, eternal life. We don't deserve righteousness. But God gave it to us through Christ Jesus. That is why the only Son of God is full of grace and truth. Amen? Do you appreciate that? Come on. That's the reason why 
God became flesh. Because He revealed Himself to us. He revealed the Father God as the Father revealed the Son. The Son revealed the Father to us. And we received that full revelation. It is that revelation of Christ Jesus that paved the way for our salvation. Alam nyo mga kapatid, hindi maintindihan ito ng iba. It is God who can really open our eyes. And it's so hard to grasp this. It's so hard to understand this truth. Kaya yung mga taong, alam nyo, yung mga tao hindi po pwedeng tanggapin si Jesus sa puso niya unless they have this revelation. Ito yung tinatawag revelation of Jesus Christ in our lives. Ito yung, pag nabuksan yung isipan mo, you will realize that you can have salvation only through Christ Jesus. Because it's all about the grace of God in us. Amen. Ang, ang sino mang tao na sarado pa ang isipan, eh, hindi, hindi pwede makatanggap ng kaligtasan maliban na buksan yung mata niya ng Panginoon. At makita niya, ito yung revelation for you to have an eternal life. You must have the only Son of God in you. Amen? Now let's talk about relationship. God's desire to have a relationship with us. Because He is Emmanuel, and it means Jesus is called Emmanuel, which means God with us. Sabihin nyo, God with us. In verse 23 of Matthew 1, it says here, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, God with us. Now, noon po mayroong paniniwala ng tinatawag na deism. Deism is a view during the 18th and 19th century that holds to the belief that after God created the world, He chose to intervene with this creation. He chose not to intervene with this creation. Ano ibig sabihin nito? Yung deism po isang paniniwala. Okay, nakumalat during the 18th and 19th century. Na yes, si God ang naglikha, pero patapos siyang likhain ng mundo, wala na siyang pakialam. Okay? Ang tanong doon, sa inyong pagkakakilala sa Diyos, ganun ba si God? Patapos siyang likhain, wala na akong pakialam sa inyo, bahala na kayo sa buhay ninyo. Sinasabi ng view na ito that He is a transcendent God. Ano ibig sabihin ng transcendent God? Ang ibig sabihin, ang Diyos ay hindi pwedeng maranasan ng tao. Yes, God created the entire universe, but God cannot be experienced. Yun ho yung paniniwala. So, if God cannot be experienced, it goes to this conclusion that He is a non-relational God. Now, alam po, ano po ang kaibahan natin kapag tumatawag tayo sa Diyos? Minsan ako ay may dinedicate na isang business sa Makati. It's a big-time business. At dahil lang nag-invite yung taga-victory, alabang, sekretary siya, ako ang inibitahan niyang mag-dedicate. Pumayag yung boss niya, kahit isang Indian, dahil yung boss niya, naniniwala din sa Diyos. Katunayan, marami siyang Diyos na pinapaniwalaan kasi gusto niya makasiguro ng buhay na walang hanggan. Kasi kahit sinong Diyos, kilala niya. Okay? Kaya pumayag na rin siya. Okay? Pero, sabi niya sa akin ng sekretary, Pastor, hindi niya tinatawag na a heavenly Father ang Diyos. Ang tawag lang niya, Almighty God. Sabi ko, bakit? Eh kasi ho, hindi sila naniniwala na ang Diyos ay pwedeng maging ama. Naniniwala ba kayo na ang Diyos hindi pwedeng maging ama? Jesus Christ taught us how to, how to pray. Amen? Si Jesus ho ito, hindi lang ordinary disciples o apostles niya. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's a model prayer. Meaning, when you pray, address the Father in Jesus' name. 
Why do we have to call God as our Father? Why? Because we are His children. Sino po rito mga anak ng Diyos? Bahat konti lang. Yan. The good thing about this Almighty God, no matter how Almighty He is, and no matter how small we are, we can call Him our Father. Abba, Father. Alam nyo, yung mga anak ko, tuwan-tuwa ako pagka sinatawag akong Daddy. Ewan ko lang yung mga Daddy, itong natutuwa kayo ha. Pero ako natutuwa ako, Daddy, Daddy, tinatawag ako. Pero alam nyo, iniisip ko, paano kaya kung pagbaba ako dito, biglang may tatawag sa akin, Daddy! Hindi <laughs> ko namang kilala. Iniisip ko, baka ho, sitahin ako ng misis ko. Bakit tinatawag ka niya parang sugar daddy? <laughs> Biro mo nakikidaddy, hindi ko naman anak. You know what? Maraming tao, nakikiama, hindi naman sila anak. But praise God, through Christ Jesus, we became children of God in Christ and we can call Him Abba, Father. Amen. And you can, that's an intimate word, alam ba ninyo yun? Calling God our Father is an intimate word that just even by your seats, even when you are alone, even if you are sad, even if you are happy, you can just call Him Father. And God is with you right there and then. He's with you right away. Because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross, He became the mediator between God and men. He restored back the relationship, the broken relationship between God and men. Christ became the mediator. That's why see Jesus is fully God, fully man. He, he is part of man. He is part of God. And He reconciled us back to Him. That's why we have the right to call Him Father because we accepted Christ in our life. Mga kapatid, theism is not Christianity. It is theism. Ano yung theism? Eh, yung mahilig mag pastor. Hindi. <laughs> theism is a view that it is God who established relationship with us. Christianity is theism. Ibig sabihin, ang Diyos, hindi tayo ang nag-initiate na umabot sa Kanya. Ang Diyos ang nag-initiate na umabot sa atin sa pamamagitan ng Christ. Why? Because He is a relational God. He would like you to be always connected. He would like to communicate with you always. He would like to know about your love life. He would like to know about your marriage life. He would like to know your what's happening in your job. Although God is aware and He knows everything, but the reason why we pray is so we can communicate to God. Sabi ng iba, Pastor, bakit ako kinakalang mag-pray? Eh, alam na naman ni Lord bago pa ako mag-pray. Di ba? Parang make sense. Pero God would like a relationship. Pero pa mag-asawa ritong hindi na nagsasabi ng I love you sa isa't isa? Pastor, understood na yun eh. Kinalabit ko na siya, alam niya na yun. It has to be expressed because that's relationship and that's what a relationship should be. Amen? Ako, as a nanay ko, I would still say, Ma, I love you. And I'm not ashamed of that. We have a relationship. At yun ang gusto ng Diyos that we communicate the deepest desire of our heart, our deepest longing, even the tears that's falling in our eyes. God would like us to communicate that to Him because He is not just the God of us. He is our personal God. He is my God. He is your God. And He is our Father. Amen? Wow. Come on. 
Huwag natin pigilan yung mga sarili mo natin, purihin ang Panginoon. Sabi po ni John 17 verse 1, And this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, in Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. And in 1 John chapter 4 verse 10, This is love, not that we have loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Yung salitang love is a relational word. At minahal ho tayo ng Diyos sa buhay natin. Minahal tayo ng Panginoon. Hindi dahil sa mahal natin siya, kundi dahil ang Diyos ang siyang unang nagmahal sa bawat isa. Yun ang nagtulak sa kanya kung bakit siya ay nagkatawang tao para maintindihan natin na ang lawak ng kanyang pagmamahal ay hindi kayang sukatin. Amen. Let's talk about the redemption. God saved us. Sabi ng Matthew 1.25, But knew her not until she had given birth to a son. And he called his name Jesus. Jesus, in Greek word, is Lesus, which came from Hebrew word Jehoshua or Joshua, which means the Lord saves. Jesus is the anointed Savior. Yung salita pong Jesus, that's why it's a very powerful name. Kaya karugtong puno yun is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, yung Christ, hindi yung surname. Okay? Kala, apelyido yung iba. Baka hanapan nyo pa ng middle initial. Okay. Jesus Christ, yung Christ kasi means anointed one or anointed Savior. That's why it is being attached to the name of Jesus because they are supposed to be connected. Amen. Because that, who Jesus, that is who Jesus Christ is to us. He is our anointed Savior. Sabi ng 2 Corinthians 11.4, for if someone comes and proclaims another Jesus than the one we proclaim, or if you receive different spirit from the one you receive, or if you accept a different gospel from the one you accepted, you put up with it readily enough. Ang sinasabi po rito ay katulad na nangyayari na sa ating panahon. There are people who are presenting different Jesus. Sabi, ah si Jesus, naniniwala kami namatay siya. Kaya nga hindi nga niya natapos yung mission niya dahil namatay siya so, hanggang doon lang yun. Ah, aniniwala kami si Jesus, Panginoon siya, pero hindi siya Diyos. Tao lang. O sabing tao. At sinasamba namin siya dahil sabi ng, Ama, sambahin namin si Jesus. So, sinasamba nila, tao lang. Okay? Marami pang mga paniniwala, kaya sinasabi, ah, si Jesus, ganito, asawa siya ni Maria, ni Magdalene. You can hear all kinds of deception of the enemy because the enemy's favorite subject is to steal away our attention from Jesus. At ang makilala natin ay maling Jesus. Yung iba, ibang Kristo ang kilala sa sabungan. Yung ang kilala nalang Kristo. Handa nilang itaya ang lahat ng kanilang kayamanan. <laughs> Pero tayo, isang Kristo lang ang pagtatayaan natin ng ating buhay. Seso Kristo. Amen. Praise God. John chapter 8, verse 24, I told you that you would die in your sins, for unless you believe that I am He, you will die in your sins. Jesus became the mediator between God and man. Katunayan, yung kamay na kaganon kay Jesus symbolizing God and man. That's why when we pray, we always use the name of Jesus. Hindi ka po pwedeng magpipray. Lord, i-bless mo po kami itong, itong Paskong ito sa pangalan ni Pastor Jonathan. Amen. 
Hindi, huwag niyo ako idadamay, ha? <laughs> walang kinalaman ng pangalan ko dahil walang kapangyarihan yun. Pero ang kapay kapangyarihan pangalan ay ginagaling, ginagalang sa langit, ay walang iba kundi ang pangalan lamang ni Jesus. Hindi pangalan ni Jose, hindi pangalan ni Pedro, hindi pangalan ni Juan. Kahit sino pang santo ang tawagin ninyo, hindi gagalang yan sa langit dahil there is only one name na ginagalang po sa langit, sabi ng John chapter, uh, Acts chapter 4 verse 12. For there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. And that name is being referred to Jesus Christ. Amen. Come on. Pag nagpapalayas ka ng demonyo, nung ginagamit mo, in Jesus' name, come out. Di ba? Hindi mo sinasabing, in King's name, come out. Baka tawa na ka. <laughs> Sino yun? Huh? We can use the name of Jesus. Kaya ang pangalan ni Jesus ay ginagalang sa lahat, let us give due respect to that name. Huwag natin nagamitin yung name na yun para magical word. Oh, pagka ikaw ay nagugulat ka, di ba? Ay, in Jesus' name. Parang nagulat ka lang. Ano ba? Yung bang parang natakot ka. Uh, it is a holy name. It's a most powerful name. It is a name that was... It, it, this is the only name given to us by which we can be saved. That is the name of Jesus. Because, because it is Jesus Christ alone who died and rose again from the dead and demonstrated His love for us. Seven and Romans 5.8 But God shows His love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Ang sinabi po rin, minahal tayo ng Diyos, hindi dahil sa mababait na tayo. Minahal tayo ng Diyos sa mga panahong makasalanan tayo. Alam mo ninyo, sa mga dalagang narito, mahi, kapag may nanliligaw sa inyo, madaling sabing I love you to kapag nakita nyo yung nanliligaw ninyo, nagpatunay na mahal kayo. Tama? Kung ano ba, dinadalaw kayo araw-araw. Talaga nagtsatsaga, dinadala kayo yung siopaw. Asado ha, huwag yung bola-bola, mas masarap yung asado. May kasamang bulaklak. Dinadalaw ko, tapos nakatira ka sa Laguna, all the way from Palawan. Pinupuntahan ka araw-araw. Para bang makukunbig ka na, bakit di ko pa kaya sagutin ito? Kasi napatunayan niya na yung kanyang pagmamahal. Diba? Naubos na yung sweldo niya, kakabili ng siopaw sa'yo. <laughs> Hindi mo pa rin sinasagot. Mas madaling magsabi ng I love you too. Kasi napatunayan niya na mahal ka niya. Pero alam nyo, tayo, wala pa ho tayong napatunayan sa Diyos. Pero sa kabila nun, minahal niya na tayo. Minahal na tayo ng Diyos. Amen! Ni baka nga siopaw, hindi mo pa nabigyan ng Diyos sa buhay mo. That's the demonstration of God's love for us that while we were still sinners, He already died for us. He already demonstrated and showed His love for us. And Luke 19.10 says, For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. That's the reason kung bakit siya naging tao at nagkatawang tao. God became man and saved us as a demonstration of His love to humanity. And let me tell you this, whether you like it or not, or you believe it or not, God loves you so much. Amen. Praise God. Kaya ho nagkaroon ng unang Pasko. Kahit na bilang sanggol, isinilang siya, dumaan sa isang normal na proseso ng isang tao. 
Naramdaman niya ang lamig. Naramdaman niya ang ma-reject. Lahat ito'y dinaanan ng Panginoon hanggang sa siya'y magdusa sa krus at pamatay dahil ito'y kapahayagan na maiintindihan natin ang malinaw sa ating kaisipan. Ito ay dahil sa kanyang pagmamahal sa bawat isa sa atin. Amen. We hope you were inspired by that message. For more updates, visit us on our website at www.victoryalabang.org and download the Victory Alabang app for your mobile devices. Thank you and have a Merry Christmas!